0: To
1: sell some of them. you're wasting all your time and money on models Paint what you have hello everyone and welcome to model club tv episode 25 yay it's our, our birthday scott we've been doing this for a year a year happy birthday oh, sir oh joy isn't this wonderful this is wonderful <laughs> So uh, I-, I chose birthday instead of anniversary. I think next year we'll do anniversary, but I didn't know if they made cool hats like this for anniversaries, so I went with birthday. Yeah, these
0: are really cool hats. <laughs> so you brought these over last night. You brought over two, and I didn't know. Was I supposed to wear two? Like, you could
1: have worn two.
0: Was I supposed to be like Hellboy or now, something?
1: No, I, I gave you extras because I figured I would have snapped the string on my giant fat head. So, no, so those have of you, you listening audio, head, I did shave my head. Okay, because you were a mess last night. I was a mess. <laughs> I, gotta be you were a mess. I look like a burn victim. Um,
2: uh,
0: I've got my balloons, and unfortunately everyone can't see. That one says Scott rocks, and
1: that one says Jason sucks. Right there. So <laughs> I have my happy birthday stuff up, too. Um, but yeah, Scott, we've been doing this for a year. I, I'm surprised we've done it for a year. I didn't think we'd get this far. Oh, I but... thought I'd kill you. <laughs> I don't know. Favorite moment? Do you have a favorite moment?
2: Not to put um, other
1: people's moments to shame, but do you? I should be drinking. I,
2: you know, I I don't want to say moments so much. I I mean, I'm
0: sure there were moments.
1: <laughs> <There's> <laughs> there were moments. moments,
0: and and I don't I don't I don't want to put anybody above anybody. Um, right. Uh, certainly, the uh, half hour we spent getting um, Mark Kalin on. Um, was a lot of fun.
1: I forgot about Um, that, actually. (laughs) uh,
0: Jeff Yeager was a great sport, (laughs) um, for sure. And uh, Tony Cipriano. I just really enjoyed Tony's interview.
1: And um, I I think the memorable moment for me is when we... (laughs) With Bill Jones, and I didn't record the audio. Oh, yeah, there's that. that 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 My most terrifying moment of the entire year. Um, But seriously, I... I did not think we would be doing this for 25 episodes. I'm going to take this off. No, I'm going to wait till the birthday extravaganza is over for a minute. Um, oh,
2: there's an extravaganza?
1: Yeah, a giveaway extravaganza. Oh, we'll a giveaway extravaganza. Yeah.
0: We have giveaways like you can't believe this episode. Yes, we do. So
1: And really nice giveaways. Yes, today. we do. Um, but seriously, thank you to everyone who has dealt with us for 24 episodes. Now 25. Um, I can't believe even one person watches this. I think when I thought about it and conceived this and brought it to Scott and Steve, I, I didn't think people would watch. And the fact that we have like almost 350 subscribers as of right now, that is amazing to me. And I want to thank everybody who does take any sort of time to watch this. And thank you. That's from the bottom of my heart. And I
0: also want to apologize for anyone that takes the time to watch
1: this. (laughs) Yes, I agree. Um, but we'll keep going as long as Scott doesn't bail on me and he's still alive. Soon as
0: soon as the money's better.
1: <laughs> the money's not getting better. That, <laughs> actually, no, that brings up a point. Um, my Wonderfest videos that I put up, they're over like one of them has almost two thousand views.
2: What? Which one? The one where you ran through the <laughs> yeah that one uh, there it is
1: yeah but i want again i wanted people to know how i go through the room but um i noticed facebook is running ads in front of our video every time you click on it we're not getting paid for that ad those are just facebook is putting it up there because we have not yet met the i think we met the viewership hours but we have not met the thousand subscribers so please share this out share our video share our podcast And don't put them on the regular pages. Maybe just, you know, if you can, put it on your personal page and say, hey, this is a stupid podcast I listen to. And maybe someone will pick it up because we share it on those places. And I don't know how many more we'll pick up there. Yeah, I think about half the
0: subscribers are family members of mine. So, (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: but again, thank you, Scott. You have any encouraging (laughs) words? You know what? I had a feeling I should not have given to you.
2: And I wish I had like 10 of them.
1: I do. Oh, I do. Yeah, that's that sounds like Give me like five of these. <laughs> okay. Put them away. I'm going to go into teacher mode. I'm going to take those away. All right. Getting into the giveaways. Here's how it's going to work this time. Uh, for these first three kits, you are not emailing us. No email. That's for the last one. So for these first three, and we'll talk about what they are in a second. They're right there. You um, have
0: to watch every single episode
1: start <laughs> no. to finish. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, that, oh, God. The poor person. You are gonna have to comment down below on the video. You're not emailing us. So in the comments, you are gonna write giveaway and then write the name of the kit you want there. Or if you would like all three, put all three, or if there's specific ones, we are just gonna pull an order until we get the one that matches the winner. It'll work, trust me. Just put in there which ones you want or all three if you want a chance at one of all of them. So you ready, Scott? I'm ready. Show us okay. what we got. Uh, here's what we got. All right. The first one we're giving away is the Cyclops donated by Jamie Sai. Now, what Jamie! this who has been, I, I can't even tell you how much. Been talking been to awesome. Jamie a lot. Yep. We're going to get Jamie on here. Yes. We'll talk about that in a second. So it's a Cyclops kit. It's 3D printed by Jamie. It is released by Onyx Digital Studios. And if you're interested in getting your own files from Onyx, there will be a link down below. To head over there and get some. If you are interested in having Jamie print something for you, you can contact him on Facebook. It's Jamie and then S-A-J for his last name. Or you can email him. And that information is down below. So the first one is this really cool bust of the Harryhausen Cyclops. And I have the the mouth is right there. So he had A little underbite. He does have an underbite. Uh, but that's it. That's about what? Quarter scale? Bigger than quarter scale? Yeah. Not bigger. Not. Technically, not quarter scale, right? Because it's huge. Know. I don't know. You're quarter scale. All right. The next giveaway <clears throat> we have is the Invisible Man bust by Tony Cipriano. Ta da. Uh, produced by Mike Reagan. And Mike reached out to us, on, like just said, here, hope this helps. And we appreciate that, Mike Reagan. Uh, this is fantastic. Nice little Tony bust. Um,
2: it's an awesome, like, it captures the essence. Yeah. Have you ever seen this movie? Yes, of course. Oh, okay.
1: You tried to get me. You tried to get me. It didn't work. So, <laughs> Michael is having a, a sale on these. I ho- He was trying to hold the sale, I think, as long as we could until this episode came out. Uh, he has posted uh, $300 for all five of the bus shipping included in the U.S. Individual bus are 70 bucks. Uh, if you're interested, head over to, you can contact him on Facebook Messenger under Michael Reagan or by email, Mike, the modeler at hotmail.com. Uh, but yeah, these are great, great series of busts from Tony. Yeah.
0: And they would look good bronzed yes,
1: also. I think they would. I think <clears throat> that's the best way to do those actually is the bronze.
2: Why does that look like it's going to fall off of there? You're scaring me.
1: Thanks. <laughs> well you're such a clumsy ass. <laughs> you don't know the half of it and the third one in the big extravaganza here uh is taurus from equinox by escape hatch hobbies and it is sculpted by mick wood this is a very classic garage scale garage kit not garage scale this is a very classic feeling uh garage kit and it's two pieces if you don't feel like building anything bam done and i'll send it to me All right, if you want to get a hold of your own Taurus from Equinox, contact Escape Hatch Hobbies at escapehatchhobbies.com. But again, the giveaways for these three. Uh,
0: Come on, Mumbles, get it out. Ah, Oh, I hate you. 25 (laughs) episodes. You think you could spit out like more than four coherent words at a time?
1: should have drank this time. Um,
0: Yeah, that would have been better.
1: So again, if you want to enter for those three, Comment below which one, put them in your comment, which one you're interested in. If you're interested in all three, just put all three. And that's it. For our final giveaway, Scott, why don't you handle that one? Oh, joy. (laughs) For our final giveaway, this is the one you're going to have to email the normal way. So email modelclubtv at gmail.com for the...
2: Smilodon!
0: All you Harryhausen fans, this is from Sinbad and the Eye of the Tiger, the Smilodon, sculpted by Joel Bailey. Um, This is uh, a Typhon Studios kit. Mike Calvert, thank you a ton for sending this to me. This is a good-sized kit. Um, I opened the box, and I didn't even want (laughs) to unpack it because he's wrapped everything so well that I'm just going to re-tape the box. And send it to whomever um, wants this one. And this uh, one,
1: you have to be a North American person. It's not going back across the Atlantic again.
0: Yeah, or Canada, unfortunately, because this is... um, Yeah,
1: this is a... uh,
0: This is a big one. I'll tell you what, if you're in Canada... Canada,
1: I think it should be okay.
0: Well, yeah, if you're in Canada, meet us halfway in the shipping. and We'll ship it to you. How's that?
1: Yeah, all right. Okay, so so Canada,
0: um, we'll meet you halfway on shipping and north america anywhere else in north america we will send the, pay for the shipping so um email model club tv at gmail.com i'm sure there's a button
1: yep there it is the button's pressed uh button's for pressed. smile it on yes thank you mike and Calvert then
0: um we'll draw that lucky winner and i know our friend phil kupka and rob madison are both hairy housing nuts and uh wanting on this one so yeah. um
1: and again, this, this one you're emailing, the other ones you're commenting. So, right. again, that's our birthday extravaganza. Uh, thank you again, everyone, for watching and listening. And we're going to keep going. Hey, be sure to
0: hit that thumbs up button, too. Please. I, it, it takes, like, seconds. And um, <clears throat> even if you really don't like us, it still helps us.
1: <laughs> it does. It does. I'm um, taking this off now.
2: Oh, please. Thank God. Oh. Do you have anything else you can put on your head?
1: Hold on, I can't hear you.
0: (laughs) But it will tell me my mic is fucked up.
1: All right, what'd you say?
0: I said, do you have anything else you can
2: uh, put on your head? Like some dulling compound or something? Yeah, that's what I want to see. My booty hunter hat? Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Get us kicked off YouTube. What a great idea. (laughs) Hey, it's early cow. All right, anyway.
1: News and reviews.
2: You didn't do your. I got nothing. The,
1: you got. Oh man, thanks. The first thing we have for news and reviews this time, though, is a sad note. Uh, Gabriel Marquez passed away. This what a week ago, two weeks ago. I um, about a week ago. Yeah, yeah and he. Uh, there, I don't even know what to say. This is just getting to be a bit too much with the people passing away this year. Um, prolific sculptor. Some of the best garage kids out there, I think, sculpted by Gabriel. One of my favorites that I have in my collection is, is uh, Riverbottom Blackheart. Um, that's Lestat from one of the covers of the Vampire Lestat comic. And he just did a ton of stuff. And I know a lot of people loved him. Friends with a lot of people. And, uh, I mean, our heart goes out to everybody who, you know, was touched by him. And it's just, I'm tired of <laughs> reporting people passing away. Um, take care of yourself everybody it's it's you know a hard world Scott any?
2: um I didn't know
0: Gabe that well I, I have obviously I have pieces that he sculpted both pre-paint and model kits um met him a couple times at Wonderfest mm-hmm. and he was just always really friendly really nice guy yep. um so um I know yeah I don't think he'd been to Wonderfest in a while though but uh
1: yeah I think it had been a while
0: You know, matter of fact, I have a piece up there. I have the dragon from Shrek, and it was a toy that he sculpted. And um, you know, so that that I look at every day. You know,
2: and um,
0: but uh, yeah, gone way too soon, way too young. And um, we don't have details. I. I, It doesn't matter. Whatever it is, it's um, you know, it's sad, sad to lose another
2: uh, person in the hobby and another really talented person in the hobby too. Yeah. So again, um, uh, thoughts are with you, whoever, you know, good friends with them.
1: All right, moving on. <laughs> it's hard to do segues. When we're talking about people dying. All right. The first kit for news and reviews is one that I had on my top 10 list when we did our most wanted kit episode. Way back when. And this is Ozzy Osbourne as the werewolf on the cover of the Bark of the Moon album, sculpted by Joe Simon and released by Dale Mattingly. And it's a really cool kit. It's about quarter scale, I think. And it comes with basically three pieces pieces for him his hand.
2: His Frank arms, and... Frank yeah, you should have drank.
1: <laughs> three pieces for him himself. And it comes with four bats to hang from the tree. There's three. Here's the fourth. And it comes with a head. The head's not bit off of any of those. The head is not bitten off on these. Which, I mean, you could. If you wanted to. Um, But there's the bat. And then it comes with a clear base of the moon so that you could light it if you want. And it comes with a light bulb. Yep. And it's a great little kit. And it's something I've always wanted to see done. I'm really happy that Dale Took the time and did it, and thank you. Uh, I I bought my own, and very happy that I did. It's something I've always always wanted. Uh, if you want your own, contact Dale Mattingly over on Facebook. You can PM him on Messenger or just hit him up on his site. uh But yeah, it's a great little kit. Something that should have been done a long time ago.
0: It's really nice looking kit.
1: Yeah, and uh, the castings are great. Like,
0: don't buy
2: Ozzy Osbourne albums, though they suck. But
1: that's yeah. not true,
2: dude. That is not true. But he's overrated.
1: Sometimes, yes. But old Ozzy is fantastic.
2: And his whining voice. Jesus no. Christ.
1: <laughs> the
0: only one worse is Axl Rose and Bob Dylan.
1: It is it is an acquired voice. I agree. But there is some really, yeah. really, really good Ozzy Osbourne songs. Yeah. If you and really don't Don't like even Ozzy try <Sbourne>. to make
0: the argument with me, no. by the way, on Axl Rose, because that would be like arguing that. The 76 King Kong is better than the 33 King Kong. So, okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> anyway,
1: if I mean, you got to go check out Mac Sabbath.
2: Oh, and yeah. And for
1: everyone at home, please go check out Mac Sabbath. I, you Googled know, I might
0: out. go see Mac Sabbath.
1: Max Sabbath is a Black Sabbath tribute band where they all dress up like McDonald's characters. Please check them out. They're fantastic.
0: Scary McDonald's characters.
1: Though. Scary McDonald's characters. Uh, Ronald Osborne is the singer and it is one of the greatest things you'll ever see. Please go see Max Sabbath when you get a chance. His life makes me
2: very sad.
1: (laughs) Nah, not at all. Okay, so the next thing we have coming out is from Tony Cipriano, his Popeye. Scott, you want to speak to this?
2: No. Okay, great. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) So, um,
0: Tony has, um, Gone through the space ghosts. I think he still had a few available. And this is his next. Um he's putting out. And um, it's really just, I love this, but this is just a personal favorite of mine.
1: Yeah, that's totally up your alley.
0: And um, you know, all the information is right there in the photo. Um, price and who to contact, Tony Cipriano, and um.
1: For those audio podcast listeners, who do they Yeah,
0: Tony Cipriano, Cipriano Sculpture, either way on Facebook. You can get a hold of Tony. I think Underdog is still in the works. Cool. Um, And all I can say again is support Tony because this stuff is really good. And the cartoon stuff, you know, it's not great sellers, but he has sold a few, you know, so he's done all right. And I'll also remind people real quick that, and I think I'm, I've am i got two more to go or three more to go. Um, Tony's classes, I think, are still on sale. And that ZBrush. I, yeah, I thing. just saw an
1: ad for it. They go on sale yeah. periodically. I just got a thing for it. Yeah,
0: and that ZBrush thing is just, it's just cool. Even if you're never going to get ZBrush, you're never going to 3D print, whatever. It's cool watching him sculpt something start to
1: finish. Yeah. And, um uh, I had a very long text conversation with Tony last night and it went into this morning. Actually, I'm trying to convince him to do a Patreon and there'll be more on that when it comes uh, to do videos and to do 3D prints and STLs and all that sort of thing. So his work needs to be seen by many people. And I think he's got a great um, niche that needs to be filled. He He can do it. So. Tony, I'm, I'm, you're going to do it. You're going to do pulling it for you, buddy. Yep. You're going to do it. And we uh, still want to
2: see that King Kong too. Yes. Any news on that? No. Okay.
1: <laughs> All right. Coming out next is this mummy kit, Scott.
2: The mummy,
0: a uh, quarter scale bust, another in the quarter scale line from monsters in the woods. And um, John Deary. And I believe, I don't even think he's got this yet. Uh, sculpted by jeff yeager of yeah, course that's a great
1: likeness that is really cool. and
0: um yeah and, and he had done an artist bay bust and so now this is a companion piece to that even really
1: nice and um
0: yeah really nice likeness um contact john deary um hope everyone heard that contact john deary monsters and, from the woods
1: and what's the uh, facebook group too Oh, uh, what is the face garage group? kit modeler society is that yeah garage that- kit
0: modeler society or something like
2: that yeah, yeah. but
1: check um, that out
0: yep and then another upcoming piece from monsters in the woods and we've showed this before is a one-to-one scale curse of the werewolf sculpted by joe simon and the good news is this is finally in his hands
1: oh cool all right nice <laughs> when how long ago was that that we talked it was
0: I think he posted today it was lost for over a month. So, oh my god. Oh
1: that's it was
0: Yes, it was lost. That's right so it was lost in the mail. It was lost in the mail and I think Joe was freaking out and John yes. was freaking out and
2: um but there it is it showed up.
1: Okay, so, good. Man,
2: that's a good news story. Well, it's, yeah, it's good cuz it showed up.
0: Yep. So if it would have showed up in pieces, maybe it would have been worse, but yeah. It's a nice piece. Um can't wait to see how much fun John has molding that and then casting it,
2: but that's his problem. But uh, (laughs) Really nice piece. So the next piece we have is called Big Thunder. And this is for
0: the Jaeger Army. Now this is not a Jaeger Army exclusive, so you don't have to have the card to get this.
1: Okay. Oh, really? Okay.
0: Right. But it is, you know, it's just kind of a Jaeger Army, you know, piece. And, I, ooh, boy, I don't want to screw this up. Who to contact for this? I don't know if you contact Paul or Jeff. Contact one of them. And I know Paul's I'm sure the doing... other
1: one will point you in the right direction.
0: Yes. Um, I'm sure Paul, Paul's doing the casting. Now, this is a... Paul Gill, 1-6 scale um, bus, so it's not a huge bust, And it's $40 plus shipping and handling. So, um, and if this goes well, I guess this is going to turn into a series
2: of Jaeger army, uh, monster, uh, soldiers. Soldiers. Yeah. Let's go with that.
1: All right. Oh, so, you know,
2: what a nice <laughs> yeah, little fun piece that I'm sure, you know, Jeff had fun doing
0: something a little out of the norm. So, um, there you go. And while we're on the subject of soldiers and, uh officers this is an offering that's coming from Mike Calvert and it's gonna be quarter scale sculpted by Michael White and I have it written here cough zombie yep. officer
1: oh cool yeah
0: so um Mike sent me photos of this and you know asked me what I thought I it's a it's a really nice sculpt you know no it's nothing that I would buy not because of the subject matter it's just I don't do zombie kits and stuff but I like um it. really well sculpted. So yeah. um that's uh, not out yet, but um so that'll be another Typhon release. And then next we have, and I don't know how this escaped us last time. Um, this is Leon the Replicant, and this is the last Blade Runner. The Blade Runner. I, I
1: have not seen this until yesterday.
0: Yeah, and so I don't know uh, how it
1: got around me either.
0: I yeah, so another uh, uh Jeff Yeager sculpt. Um, I believe this is quarter scale. To go
1: in the line, yeah. The quarter scale line. They go I, in the line. I think this uh, is gonna be the last it. one. Really? Like, uh, oh. They're nice but, pieces. And then again, I have the the uh, baity, the beatty and I, I really like them. So and again, Paul Gill. Um, uh, you know, and and
0: again, I've seen this movie where it's been so long, but just it's it's really a nice looking
2: sculpt, I have to say. It looks just
1: like him. So um Well done.
2: Well done. Okay, the next piece that, that we've seen. And lots of stuff going on here. Yeah. This is called The King and it's
0: 11 inches tall and it's sculpted by Mark Van Tyne for Goodfellas Resin. And that's Angelo Valletta and Scott Rizzo. And uh, you know what I like about this is clearly it shows that Kong is superior to Godzilla. <laughs> but um yeah you know, this is a kind of a cool little original idea piece of course
1: it yeah,
2: and um you know, so um
1: yeah, I just yeah, I don't know, I like it, you know, it's kind of cool, it is a nice piece, oh. original, yeah, new take on stuff, I always like seeing that,
2: and then I have a photo here
0: for those of you on our Superman um list by our friend Charlie Robson um that is the uh, first casting of the complete kit yay uh, and that's being held by mark van tyne so mark is going to sculpt a base
1: for it fantastic and then congratulations uh, to everyone it made but it. the
0: molds are done mark I, if you hate this picture i'm sorry it's just you know
1: i thought it was kind of oh yeah go, go after you scott your, not after me
0: give you your dues on uh um that you're doing the base, and uh from what i've seen the castings by paul are really nice too so um can't wait to get my hands on this one this is a uh, nice one so cool and that's
1: all yeah that's all we um, have for today well i have stuff i got what'd you get oh you know funny you should ask oh what'd you get scott (laughs) well
2: our good friend jamie
1: Felt bad. And uh, found out
2: that I bought a uh, 3D printer as well.
1: Is it still mint in box? By the way, I
0: this Jason gave me.
1: That thing is I, helpful, dude. You're gonna want like, you're gonna. What is this for that. again? That is for getting the scraping off the top of the you'll see. Okay,
0: because this got some weight to it. This would kick somebody's ass.
1: <laughs> My oh, I used to get the wooden spoon all the time. So I bet you did. <laughs> so as
0: Jason got, Jamie sent me a nice uh squeegee, cut down the sides.
2: And Jamie sent me the... Uh... Oh, yeah, a little klutzy like I was there. Hold on there. Jamie sent me the rake. Now, Jamie, I want you to
0: know Jason had this in his hand yesterday and was very <laughs> jealous of the copper color. Although and this is actually filament printed, but really nice, actually. Exactly. I gotta say, this is really nice. So, um, but as you saw, Jason had this too. Jason was really jealous of the color. Although
1: I like my orange a lot because my colors are black and orange.
0: Those are okay. And I also got the what do we call this? The uh,
1: the jig,
2: the jig, the FEP. Uh, yep, jig.
1: And it works. I had to Good. change my FEP sheet and it worked yeah. beautifully.
2: So,
0: and I'm glad Jason didn't break this trying to put it together yesterday.
1: I kind of wish I did. <laughs> I wish you did too. And then. First yeah, of all, here we go.
2: Here we go. And,
0: and we got to talk about this, okay, Jamie? I don't know what this smells like in here, but this is—I've gotten kits that smell like cigarettes and ass and everything else. Okay, I don't know what's in here. If it's axe or
1: no, old I think spice it's incense or, or incense patchouli or, or
0: whatever or good weed, but uh,
1: <laughs> this it is a good smelling box
0: the the, box yeah this is a nice i mean i've gotten boxes that seriously smell like i've had the cigarette box okay
1: yeah i don't want i never got an ass smelling box
0: i'm sure you did
1: i've had a Uh, box
0: never
2: mind you had a box of ass. no
1: no i was gonna i was gonna go in a different direction with that word
0: so my friend jamie also sent me this cool little zombie miniature that you don't have.
1: I don't have that. So, again, you're better than me. <laughs> and,
2: <laughs> and
0: I'm glad you know it.
1: Okay. <laughs> the next
0: thing
2: I got. This Typhon um, Imhotep Mummy Kit by Jeff Yeager. Quarter scale. Now,
0: when you say quarter scale on this, and you were over at my house, so you are you're yeah. privileged to see this.
2: Okay, I'm going to open it up over here. <laughs>
1: We could almost do a comparison with the werewolf, with the Aussie werewolf here. They're both quarter-scale.
2: So, as always, this thing is well-packed. Although not everything was in the box, because it barely fits in the box. So, um,
0: but um, so Mike has this little tag on here. Who's got?
2: Thank you, enjoy the kit. Mike and Brian.
1: I want to stop right there for one second. Mike's presentation is where the hobby needs to go if you're going to continue to sell kids take well, notes yeah. from mike calvert
2: so um so then he sent i got another blank card so if i want to give it away someday i can um got these standard typhon studio stickers see they're stickers and the box art again and a nice card
1: a a nice little print Print. card yes Mm
2: -hmm. um
0: two versions of the posters this one has always been of all the universal monsters and unfortunately the colors don't come through as much on mike's uh postcard here
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Okay, but even if you can get i have a reproduction of this poster in full size this i think was the best poster of all the universal Monster movie. This was the nicest poster. You can
2: see images of that online. And then this is another, uh, yeah. So this is a three piece kit, the base, and it's nice enough to let you know front. (laughs) And then
0: a little arrow here, like me, in in (laughs) case you're confused. Okay. So it goes like
2: this, right? Uh Really cool. I'm going to see if I can get it on there. See that? Really nice. Now oh, This is a nice part. That's that thing's beautiful. And it's huge. Okay. It's, yeah. Jason yeah. saw it yesterday. He stopped then, by my house. Let's wait. Let's get it back. It's uh, also a quarter scale. Yeah. But it's flawless castings. It feels like it's got that nice
1: resin kit feel to it. Um, it's gorgeous.
2: And again, I'll cover this again. No one's ever done this. Okay, they've
0: done the Imhotep with the Fez, and they've done the Mummy itself, but they've never done this from the flashback scene. Yeah. And um.
2: this was just... I And the castings, I don't know if you can see in there, but look at... Okay, I mean, it's just... Yeah. Yep. Just pretty amazing.
1: So, so um, what I want to again, like with 3D printing and people being able to make their own stuff at home, people are going to have to producers. You're going to have to step up your game. Um, the days of just kind of putting things out in a box, I think are probably numbered. Um, and I think Mike's doing the right thing. He's got stickers in there. He's got prints. He's got little mm-hmm. posters and stuff. I think you're going to like vinyl records came back because of the way, I mean, presentation and having that sort of stuff you're gonna need really cool instruction sheets, kinda of like uh what Pestilence Labs is doing. Um Yeah, with the box art kits yeah, and stuff. Yeah, with the box art kits. Like there's some really cool stuff in those. Um you're gonna to have to throw some stuff in there. Otherwise people are just gonna like well, I just wanna print that at home. So hats off. I really like that presentation.
2: Yeah, no nice thing. Speaking of hats off is
1: like it'd be nice if the goddamn things fit back in the box. But anyway. Scott, you got anything else? Did you buy anything else? Looking.
2: <laughs> no, I don't think I have. Is that Godzilla still in the right spot? Yeah, so Jason comes in here and like rearranges my room.
0: Okay. Then he wants to fuck with my computer and like, he'll me mess with <laughs> hey, me the sound.
1: I want to and fix it's studio. like,
0: last time I tried to, f- he tried to fix my sound. We were like four hours getting my computer back. Yeah, because that's
1: because we were like this. I wasn't there in person. So, oh yeah. You could have <laughs> fucked it up in person. That would have even been better. It would have been great. Uh, you know what it's time for? The workbench.
2: All oh, work. Okay, go ahead. What do you got? All right, Scott, did you build anything? Yes.
1: Do you have a picture of your bench? Wait, you built something? Yes. Oh, my God. What did you do? <laughs> I'm excited. And fuck this thing. Oh, that's what I said. Hold on. Okay. And you it went. Oh,
0: yeah. So, so when I
1: said I was having you problems, glue the,
0: you're going to have to glue these. things. No, no, no. Least.
1: Time the F out. When you when I was building mine, I was talking to you on the phone and I was like, this thing's a pain in the ass. And you're like, oh, blah, blah, blah. and you totally. And now the story changes. This thing sucks. to <laughs> Put together. Anyway. You do have to glue it.
2: Yeah. But I did it. I'm. It was sitting there and I go, yeah, I got to screw with this. Wait, do there's these no count? way to get these things. This is the most, this
0: is almost as aggravating as the original EMT kit.
1: <laughs> I know. It's okay. terrible. Do these count as us building a kit in our contest? I, I don't know. It says it's a kit. So. Well, then I'm two. I, I got two going. Say see. Hold on. And you got one. Does it say kit? It's not a garage kit. I think I, I said it had to be a garage-style kit, so you're still zero. I don't think so. We're not going to count those. Uh, what else you working on?
2: Picking this shit up. Hold on. <laughs> okay. What else you working on? So, as you all know, I'm a Wacky Racers fan, and a couple episodes ago, the Creepy Coop came out. So
0: one of the things I don't like about the creepy coop model is any photo you see of the creepy coop, the dragon's in it. Yeah. Now yeah. the dragon's in it two ways.
2: He's either in the top with his wings out and the tail out of the top piece here, okay, or at the back of the body, the uh, the tail sticking up. So
0: I will be offering. Wait, you're p- producing a kit again? Well, uh, it's a customizing kit.
1: Okay. All right. Well, okay. it's something.
0: All right. So, the first part of the customizing kit will be these two pieces. Okay. And I think you can see them. Okay. Yeah. And this is the tip that goes on this tail. And this is the tail. It'll pretty much go like like this, oh, hold on, you can't see shit here. It'll go like this
2: in the back and hang out. Okay, and this is for the bottom of the kit, if you want to just put it in the bottom. Okay. The second available kit... Hold, please.
1: (laughs) He yelled at me earlier for not being prepared. And look at him.
0: Prepared, I just want to do an order. So the second part of the kit... We'll include this cast like this, okay, with the grooves and everything. hopefully the grooves will come
2: out, okay, and what will come out of that is so this is the dragon head, and um this is all sculpted by my friend Matt Manett, uh who also did my King Kong and my Calvin and Hobbes kit, so um. And then the tail will come out the back. Now, here's what's interesting about this. I'll show this again. This kit, this is the tail end that's on every time you see just the lower tail coming out of the back. And when you see the tail coming out of the back at top, this is what it looks like. So it's one of those cartoon bloopers.
1: are there two dragons in
2: there? <clears throat> yeah, let's complicate it. Okay. These will be the two wings. Wait, wait. And it's
0: going to be hard to see them, but they're there. Trust All me. Right. Okay. And then every customizing kit will include two, and they're just going to be little flat bats that you could put a wire on and have going around because, again, <coughs>
2: as you see pictures of the kit, they're just little cartoon bats, and then see that little window piece. You'll get two of those, okay. And the reason for the two of those is
0: that window piece should go just glue on right here, and there's one on each
2: side. And it's kind of something they left off the model, so you'll be able to take that flat little piece and just glue it on. Nice. Okay. Every kit will also come with. Oh, sorry
0: um if you look at any pictures of the actual cartoon there was like chain hanging from the back of it so i had to find a good scale chain to hang from the back so the
2: first stuff i got was this and it was way too big okay i like the thick links but it was way too big
0: then i found some more stuff and as you can see this is pretty tiny
2: okay Finally, on Etsy, and I should have had the car body here to show you, but um, finally on Etsy, I found some of this, and this is plastic, so you'd be able to like glue it into
0: a goofy position or whatever. You so, have every kit will come with a... like eight Do links have... of this, though. Although, I will say, this chain you could probably use on a one six scale kit if you wanted, it's it's really nice, uh, chain. So,
2: um, I'm probably going to get some more, but, um, I'll
0: get the link. I'll, I'll, we'll put the, uh, person's, uh, and it's one of those people, I don't know how many people have bought an Etsy. Okay. So this comes in a little flat mailer, you know, along with two suckers and a couple pieces of, <laughs> of Laffy Taffy. And
1: so anyway, those are going to rubber soon. Um, we're cool. cleaning up the big Luna. So that's still happening. When do you think the uh dragon parts will be ready
0: probably still be a month i so everyone i just want you to know what's going on okay as as everyone knows i had surgery you know i had cancer in case anyone didn't know and so i was about eight weeks of springtime came that i couldn't do anything And it's not that i felt horrible because i still managed to find time to do this fucking show (laughs) But, um, you know, I couldn't do anything physical. They were like, yeah, you
2: get a hernia, don't screw up. And I'm like, okay. So um, a lot of the normal springtime honeydews were postponed. And then about the time, right
0: at the eight-week, nine-week point, was right before Wonderfest. And, of course, my dog injured his ear and had to go for an operation and i had to carry him in the house and so that was a week screwing with that um i came back from wonderfest and as everyone knows from the last episode because i was such a cheerful person um i caught a cold which by the way everyone i feel great i'm fine it was a cold and um you know so it's uh i, I fought that though for about a week and i'm still fighting congestion a little bit in the morning yeah. but for the most part it's gone. And um so now I just about start to feel better and I went back to work. Um part time. I'm doing three days a week. And in between that, and I don't know if anyone in the Chicago area knows this, but it's been done nothing but rain <laughs> for like what, forty days and forty nights here.
1: Well, we were it's a major uh. drought, and then in the last week it's been
0: yeah, it's been crazy. So I finally got out today and got some stuff done. But um, and even with my 3D printer, my wife says you're not printing anything until my jobs are done. So you listen to um, her. Yeah, because I have to sleep, oh. and I don't like sleeping with one eye open. So, <laughs> but um, so you know, things are going to slowly uh, get back cool. to normal around cool here. And, so, uh,
1: Big Luna's still coming. You're still working on. Oh yeah,
0: Big Luna's right. coming for sure. The casting again was really clean dean wasn't going to be ready for a few months anyway so it's um all
1: right
0: you know that that's going to go and if i have good luck casting that big sucker uh i might uh talk to a certain guy that's got a certain con kit and uh try to work with something out you gotta with him to uh, cast you gotta that got to
1: do thing. it so you gotta do it
2: but um and
1: Actually.
0: my own con kit we've got people that want my own con kit so yeah. um there you well, go.
1: I, 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 you had workbench stuff. That's fantastic.
0: Yeah, it's nothing major, but but still,
1: you know. it's something. <laughs>
0: but I surprised uh, everyone, and I built this quality piece of.
1: going I smash it? We should melt them and film
0: it. I actually, I'm going to take it off the stand and put it. You know that Shin Godzilla I got over there yeah. with the mouth wide open. we yeah. just put this in the mouth. <laughs> so I don't know. That's,
2: yeah. Uh, hey, I've... but you
0: know what? That all in all, serious this no. Uh this came in the goodie bag from Steve Iverson yeah. and uh so it cost me about what it, what it's worth. But thank you again, Steve. Um
1: <laughs> just for your goodie bags you know, were great.
0: The goodie bags were great,
1: yeah. So, and I think those are great little kits in principle, but it's just kept yeah. falling apart.
2: Yeah, it's not his fault. Until, <laughs> no. You
1: know Uh well that's great. I uh I've been doing a lot of hobbying, I feel like, in the last week. I have AFM article coming up due in like it's Terry said on the 4th of July. Uh I'm trying to get to that time. So I've been painting two little I think I've showed them before I showed the boxes before, but this is where I'm at with them. I'm doing miniatures this time. They're this tiny little and I'll put a picture up here. They are tiny. The spread, I have but, to say. Dude, it was the tiniest decal I've ever. I do have the extra. Thank God they gave you extra decals in case you messed them up or lost them. Oh, that's wow. That's going to focus. This is, like, it's a literal comma for the eyebrow. You,
0: you should. I, I know you don't have the picture here, but yeah. the picture you showed me on your phone.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'll have it up. I'll put it up I,
0: yeah, that that's. Uh...
1: So I've been working on these. And then the parts didn't fit well because <laughs> I painted them in pieces. And it just yesterday I was there was a lot of swearing in the house. Um. But one thing I want to talk about that went along with that for hobby in order to finish this build, I had to paint it in pieces and I've been using these alligator clips and I bought this Tamiya. Is it Tamiya or Tamaya?
2: Maya. Tamia. Tamaya. I always
1: tomato. say Tamaya. So I'll say Tamaya. So I bought this Tamaya paint stand a while back when we went to that hobby store visit on our own. And I bought a second one and I got it at Hobby Lobby. If you have not gotten one of these, It's one of those stupid things I always see on the shelf, and I'm like, "Why would I buy that? I have a board with holes in it that I just put stuff." This is worth every penny. There's a bunch of really cool holes in there that allow you to put alligator clips like this. That also come from Tamaya. They come on a stick. Um, clips on a stick. Clips on a stick. But it also comes with other clips.
2: If it's got a lot of holes, Jason's in.
1: (laughs) That's true. Uh, (laughs) This, it comes with two parts there's this part you know i was gonna like, ask
0: is is it the pieces that are interchangeable or there's two of them huh
1: yeah there's two of them so you just this is like a little stand that you can adjust the metal bracket things to like hold up a car body i have put ton, like i put miniatures up on there or arms like if i'm painting something in parts but it's a great way to raise something off this has the clips and it has holes to stick things in there instead of i used to put it in clay or in play-doh or in blocks of wood I'm like, I'm just gonna get another one of these things. So if you ever see these on oh, the shelf, oh, stick things in. <laughs> Happy birthday! Yeah, yay. Um, I've thought it, about
0: buying that thing a hundred times,
1: dude. I know, me too. And I always be like, nah, but I finally did. Now I have two. So I, I, I highly recommend the Tamaya spray work painting stand set. They're worth every penny. So I've been working on that hobby wise. 3D printing. I've been, I've learned a lot. I've done quite a few things. Uh, the first, one of the best prints I've done so far, I've got this, uh, classical sculpture that I really like. <laughs> turned out really well. Printed. Of... hollow? Yeah, it's hollow. That's, that's, uh, you're going to learn the, the fun part of doing things hollow, um, coming up shortly. The other thing I'm working on.
2: Yeah. yeah well, while well, he
1: All fucks right, around,
2: <laughs> um, so he was
0: actually here yesterday and we went through Amazon and everything that I still want to buy. Yeah. And, um, so I'm pretty close.
1: And as far as we are going to do an episode of 3d printing primer, uh, with Jamie, uh, in July, I think. So it's coming. And again, we're not trying to get rid of model kits, but, uh, there's just a new way of doing stuff. Uh, one of the things I picked up was this STL file for this Ninja Turtle tribute piece. So I printed the base and I printed, there's four pieces like this for each turtle This this part, and they lock onto this base and it's kind of on an angle, but I did get to print donatello i started doing that um get him out of the bag did print donatello i'll hold him in the camera i'll turn the overhead cam on for a second uh printing donatello working on that i don't know why it's not focusing here either uh but this was a lot of fun and this i printed solid and i'm trying to get there learning how to do things a little better and learn how to do my supports. i did print a darkness bust for one of our listeners viewers and he was happy with how it turned out, so I I know I he went I made sure that he went and bought the file on his own. I wasn't just going to print out a copy and get rid of it because I didn't have the rights to do that. So that I did which, that is, which is one of
0: those subjects we'll have to discuss. Yeah, we're gonna. That's one of the sticking points that a lot of the garage kit guys have.
1: Yeah, and rights and so
0: right we'll get to it at
1: some point. We'll talk about I, it. maybe in that episode we do with the three D printing stuff. We'll do that in the beginning, but. Uh, I've been work benching. I, I feel like I've got a lot accomplished. I these little model for AFM have been fun. Uh, I'll I'll leave it at
2: that. So that's the workbench, I think. Scott, you know what? It's time for on the road again. That's
1: right, buddy. Okay. Okay, I went to South Dakota and saw Mount Rushmore and all that stuff, but we were walking downtown, and I knew I was going to Google it at some point, and I found a hobby shop on accident before I even looked for one, and it's called Who's Hobby House, and it is a beautiful hobby store. I um, love the sign. Yeah, the sign is amazing. It's completely neon. When we first found it, it was nighttime, and it was closed. I was like, "There's no way this hobby store has this awesome neon sign," and it did, and it worked, and I was fully impressed. Uh, inside, the staff was amazingly friendly as well. They were like chatted us up on our way out, quite a long conversation. So, um, typical hobby store stuff though. Uh, plastic kits had a lot of the typical plastic kits you're gonna find nowadays. A lot of Gundam stuff, um, some Godzilla, although like Godzilla stuff, some Superhero stuff a lot of the Bandai stuff, even some of the more rare plastic stuff from Japan. Like I didn't see that. I know they had the glow Kong and some of those other things too. Um, lots of paint, lots of other stuff. They have some really cool science kits. So if you're in rapid city, South Dakota, whose hobby house is a great hobby shop. And I could move to South Dakota now knowing that there's a hobby shop. And there's also a gaming store with some comic book stuff in there as well. But as long as there's a town, the town has a good hobby shop that I can run out to real quick. Uh, that's always a good thing. So if you're ever in that area or you're not, check it out when you're going through. While I was at Whose Hobby House, I had to buy something, right? So what I did, I picked up the Pac-Man kit we saw that one day. I had this. So, And oh, right next door is an uh, arcade, like with classic arcade machines and everything. So if you feel like doing some hobbies and playing some video games. Oh, so if I built that, would that count? Yeah, I think so. Man, I should just buy that and then no, a couple noodles. So. And... No, has to be a garage no. kit from your stash. Something from your stash. Uh, but that's it. That was on the road. Okay. All right. Our topic. We have a topic. We have a. You know, everyone's stuck with just us this episode. Uh, and this is a topic we talked about before. And it's magazine, hobby magazines to be specific. And I just want to kind of go through a little collection of mine. Things that I've seen. Things that I've found. We had a couple of people send some stuff in as well. So we're going to kind of go through what they sent in and we'll talk about some of the stuff that we have and that Scott has. Um, and it's by no means uh, a chronological record of anything, or this is all that's out there. I'm sure there's a lot more, but this is kind of what we've had and what we've found. Um, Ken Kowalinski sent in a bunch of pictures and he sent in, this first one here is IPMS Magazine, which I have never seen or heard of. Scott, you?
2: No. No.
1: And so there's one there. Uh, is he that's, local? That's what I'm wondering, because. Yeah, look. Yep.
2: Location, Hobby Town. Yeah. Huh. Which Hobby Town? Orland Park. Look at the second, third photo. Oh, you know what? He is. Wait a minute. Ken. We got to talk. <laughs> okay, cool. Maybe we knew that. Did we know that? Don't no. weird. All right, so we sent out these uh
1: other ones, the assembler that is such a great name for a magazine. I've never heard of that, and it looks like it's car specific or it says Will Cook IPMS.
2: And for those of you unfamiliar with Illinois. Cook County is like, basically should be its own state, but um,
0: Cook County is the county that the city of Chicago is in, and Will County then is the county south of it, and slightly west of it.
1: Yeah. And I Um, live in Cook County. Scott lives in Cook County. Yeah,
0: and we live in southern Cook County, so, and I lived in Will County for a while. I mean, it's... So did I, actually. (laughs) So it's, yeah, Um, so I had no idea there was an IPMS chapter. And uh, maybe Jason and I will have to be involved.
1: Yeah, we'll have to. Yeah, that's a good idea.
0: Maybe um, we can
2: even do an episode.
1: Yeah, look at this. We're building stuff. But the assembly,
2: the assembly, the assembler. I love that name.
1: And here's another version of that same thing. The assembler with a giant tarantula yeah. on the front.
2: And and if there, it was about me, it would be the ass assembler. Okay. This was... This, this was kind of a turning point thing right here. And
0: so this was, this came out in 1986. So around 1984
2: is when I got back into Aurora models. And
1: I was in fourth grade
2: through, I think it was a
1: star
0: log or a Fangora or whatever. I discovered John F. Green's list.
1: Which are coming up. Wait, they're in there. We can talk right here. which, Which
0: are there. And I think I started off with John F. Green list number six. So early on, and, you know, we've discussed this before, John Green's list was you had to write to him for a price. And it was just, it was a really, you know, it
2: wasn't today's way of doing business. So a gentleman named Bill Brugman, I believe, um, got, and, and Terry would probably know better, but, I
0: think he got John's mailing list from him and sent this first issue of the model figure collector. And it was not a garage kit thing, it was like mostly plastic, vintage plastic kits. And of course, Aurora, you know, and this was like, this was right when the Aurora stuff started to
2: really hit. So this was issue one. And issue one was about half the size of issue two what do i have the first two three i picked these up i had them all at one time but i got rid of them but i picked these up on an ebay auction four five and six okay and this went on to become
1: and my toy you collector ever, how old were you when those were out
2: so this was what 86 so i was 23. okay yeah and um so a lot of this stuff was really and i don't want to you know but this was a lot of very
0: primitive magazine back then You know, that was your photos and that was your texts and, you know, this was all pre-Photoshop and stuff. You know, so it was cool. Maybe you'd get a um, spread and that glare is not from my camera. That's the glare that was, that's how they printed the photos. Okay. (laughs) You see the Beatles kits there. And they also had um, classifieds. This was, this was a cool thing. Jason and I were going for So this is issue two and it had classifieds okay and um i had a classified in here looking for aurora
2: kits and i just look at some of the names in here are still around um ray Ailes and
0: those of you that are on the aurora group ray's still in there john dennett i kid you not john dennett's in the bottom of this i don't know (laughs) if you can pick it up okay Uh, what was john looking for John was is a new series of quality cast metal heads in kit form. Each kit comes complete with casting, support post, wood base, instructions. Available now. The Troll and Gargoyle, $25 each. Others to follow.
1: Oh, so he was more, selling bus. Okay.
0: Yeah. For more info and Illustrated Catalog, send a self-addressed stamped envelope. <laughs> I wonder how many of our younger viewers know what an SASE is. Yeah. Okay. John was... I, little-
2: we don't pennsylvania have
0: pennsylvania at the time okay lee stanton of wonderfest fame john Nemick. i don't know if john's still around but i remember john um uh, mike malisi uh blah, 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 blah. i'm not gonna read them all but larry tribula i know larry is still around okay what were you looking for i was looking for um aurora kits back at the time
1: read a couple of them I Just just so people kind of...
0: Also, I'll read mine. Mine yeah. was Wanted, Original Aurora, Captain America, Penguin, Bat Batplane Bat Plane, Bat Boat, Batmobile, Banana Splits, Banana Buggy, Glow Dracula, and Glow Forgotten Prisoner. We'll pay good prices. And then it has my uh, address and old phone number.
1: <laughs> Where were you living at the time?
0: Well, this came at City because I used to get all the mail delivered to my mom's house, but it had my <laughs> Indiana number. Ted Strong. I remember Ted Strong. Um, and a lot of these guys I knew because when I did Guzzo's go kart
2: casts, Dave Courier, a lot of these guys bought them from me. Yeah. Here's Bill Brugman, uh, Mike Evans of Lunar Models.
1: What was Mike looking for?
2: What was Mike looking for? Mike
0: was looking for for sale, lost in space robot vacuum form from original Aurora model, seventeen ninety nine, dollars 99 postpaid, Jupiter 2, Proteus from Fantastic. Uh,
2: Voyage, you know,
0: Billiken figures. So he wanted the Lost in Space 420 robot, or it says Lost in Space Robot 420, but I want to say 420 was a Cyclops kit. So um, Mark Schaefer, I bought a kit from him. I remember I could tell you I bought a Dracula's Dragster from Mark Schaefer, I think. Maybe it (laughs) would no, I'm sorry. That was a different Mark. Sorry, Mark Schaefer, if you're out there. Um, human testicle model kits. What the hell? Gordy Dutt. Okay, Gordy. Oh, right. You're creeping me out, Gordy. <laughs> okay. Wanted Renwall and Pyro, invisible man, invisible woman, human heart, human eye, human ear, and human testicles
2: model kit. <laughs> These yeah. nuts. Yep. Yeah. So that's cool. How so, long did that go uh, on? When was the last issue of that? About- I'm not sure. Um, because as I've told the story before, i um
0: kind of had to get out of it when I got divorced and then got back into it at some point.
1: Um, well, you said that turned into model and toy is that
0: this did turn into model okay. and toy collector, and I think it went thirty eight issues
1: which is I have my, yes. one of those here so we'll talk about and that
0: that's time. when a lot of the David Fisher articles started, yeah. and I have all the issues that have the David Fisher articles. And uh my friend Kurt Kraus, um, and I think this is the issue where he had an ad in here, or maybe it was the next issue, that he needed a um, and here's a John Green article here in the so Kurt needed a um hunchback nameplate. And it just so happened I had one. And so I just mailed it to him, you know, because he had his address in there. So I put in an envelope and wrapped it a little bit and put in an envelope and sent it to him. He sent me a nice thank you postcard and that's kind of how we started a uh, friendship. Oh. But um and I'm trying to see was it this one we looked at yesterday?
1: Uh, all right, Mr. Webb, you're on. Yeah. I'd like you to watch us. Get really close with that. Yeah, he doesn't watch okay. us. So go ahead. Flatten so that page out, flatten it out a little bit.
2: Collector showcase Terry Webb there we go look at what a it.
1: handsome feller
2: yeah and terry went on to write yeah for a long time for this and um
0: kind of that's that was the beginning of you know he kind of introduced garage kits through this and then that morphed into um the garage which i think you have some photos up um Until uh him and Dave started Amazing Figure Modeler. Oh my god, our birthday just fell. Look at that.
1: Oh no. The ghost. The ghost. Yeah. Uh, the garage the this issue that Ken sent in. This uh Barnabas Collins, right? Yep. That was was the first kit that I ever painted for somebody when I was back in college.
2: And David painted that in his first video, I think, Model Mania One. I think think so. And I never had the garages. You know,
0: be kind of fun. Maybe if Terry would...
1: Um... Or no, it wasn't that Barnabas Collins. It was a different one where he's like looking up and leaning to the side. Mm. That's the one I it,
0: it would be kind of cool if Terry would take all these and put them in a collected volume.
1: Yeah, that'd be really nice. Uh, Ken yeah. also sent along the polar lights, put out a little like polar lights press thing. And then cool. we'll come back to this next one here in a second. But he also sent in Screamin'. Uh, model kits sent out a screaming times newsletter, which, you know, that counts as a magazine talking about news with their kits and other stuff coming out. And I thought that was pretty cool to see. I I wonder if I have some up in a box up there. I have to go and look, but uh, the one I want to talk about here is model
2: scene. And I have,
1: I have this issue here. Um, I'm going to flip on my overhead camera. Um, But just so you can see a model scene magazine where these smaller kind of like half kind of like the way zines used to be. They're like comic book size. Mm -hmm. Aren't they
0: printed on like crap paper?
1: Yeah, they're like it's like almost like news. Well,
0: and I think that's why I didn't like it. I didn't like the paper it was printed on.
1: This one is number two and it's kind of got that newspaper newsprint feel to it. And it's I mean, they're cool pieces here. Let me I know it's hard for you to see it, but. I have number two, four, five, six, seven, and eight. And Paul Gill is mentioned in a lot of this. So I'm wondering if Paul can comment down below and let us know what was actually like, did he have an involvement? I know it, like he comes up a lot and did some work for the guy. Let me just flip on the overhead cam for a second. So this is Model Scene Magazine. I picked this up at 10th Planet a lot because I would go there. 10th Planet at the time carried a lot of model kits. I know I bought a bunch of, max factory stuff there and some screaming and horizon, but they also carried these model scene magazines. and this one just kind of Chicago metal, <laughs> Chicago model XO Chicago model expo report, new kit reviews. This was January, 1994 and it dates it. That's around when that, you know, when horizon and screaming were two of the greatest things ever at that time. And that was the stuff you could find in hobby shops. We had to all black wanna... and white.
0: Want a little video I want a little comic store trivia here. Yeah. Tenth Planet spawned off Amazing Fantasy that we go to. Is it really? Yeah, it was started by the original owner of AF of Amazing Fantasy and another guy. And then I think he sold out and got out of it. And it maybe has changed owners a lot. There was one in Oklahoma too. I don't know if you remember. There was one in Oaklawn on Cicero in the Scottsdale Plaza. I remember there
1: being three. Yeah.
0: Okay. So there was one there and it, like I said, it was a, it was kind of a joint thing between the original owner of amazing fantasy and somebody else. And then the original owner sold to uh Lori's brother, Joe. And oh, really,
1: uh, okay. Just a little local oh, comic store trivia. Um, So I just want to go through some names that like just popped out at me while we're going through this. Um, Mike Fredericks, Jim Maine, Jim Maine, Alan Davis, Jim Maine, Steve Goodrich are doing the articles for this. And there's, I mean, this one has a review of Wonderfest coverage, Tom Kunz interview, uh, Harry Mighty Joe Young. So there's, I mean, there's some great stuff in here, and it's a shame it's all in black and white. There's that. Hey, there's your favorite. There's that Dracula.
2: Qbox. Remember
1: Qbox? Qbox. Yep. I bought from Qbox. Yep, me too. Um, this was one thing I always saw this in there. I contacted this guy. It's an engineer from Hellraiser. I always wanted that kit, and it just I he never put it back out again. Dimensional design. The dimi- dimensional designs. Is Danny? Is that your still your same phone number and stuff? I
2: don't know if it's the same phone number, but it's same
1: guy. <laughs> same guy. So Danny, let us know. That's pretty cool to see. But yeah, model scene, it went all the way to the last issue I have is 95, January 95. And it's Chicago Model Expo, Chiller 94. So you know why else I probably didn't have that?
2: My first Wonderfest was 95. Ah. And well, that, I had known about it. There's the ad for it is it with ed roth and
1: yeah
2: yeah Oop, yep sorry. that was in april too wasn't it what was the date yeah april it was just yep. on there
1: big Daddy roth yep it was so, my first wonderfest
2: but so that was if that was 95 i started out at afm yeah um and i knew about kit builders because kit builders
0: Gordy Dutt and Bill Brugman, who did Model and Toy Collector and, and what we talked about earlier, and Gordy Dutt were childhood friends. So then Gordy started Kit Builders.
1: Which we're going to get to right now. More dimensional designs. Qbox. Yep. So let's talk about Kit Builders. Or let's do Model and Toy first. So Model and Toy Collector, you said came from, oh there we go. From
2: the, uh, yeah. That spawned off of the original, the model
0: figure collector.
1: And it's very similar, like, the layout is very similar to the beginning to AFM, with some reviews and little preview things in there. And I'm just kind of thumbing through. And I think
2: that had changed hands by the episode
0: you have.
1: Yeah. Here's Model Mania with David Fisher. You're doing everything again in black and white. So... It's the oh, that's Joker. the Horizon Joker. Yeah I've, yeah, I've
0: got. See, I've got. I must have that issue. Then what is that issue? What's in the this cover? Is
1: issue twenty-eight. Yep. And it's got a you know an ad for Netherworld, which oh man, Netherworld kids. I miss them. I don't miss building them, but they had cool stuff. Uh, I
0: think the gentleman that owned them. Died and look,
1: here's Mick Wood. We just he sculpted our Taurus. We're giving away. Uh, Mick Wood. Uh, the walr. What was it? The Walra clops.
2: Walrus clops. I always thought that was a cool piece. uh Black Beauty collectibles. There's just some really cool stuff in there too. Puffin stuff ad in there.
1: Uh, yeah, I think so. There's an ad for Model Mania available June ninety four. The video. So the oldest one I have, I can't try to remember. I don't think I grabbed the oldest one, but Kit Builders. It kind of changed hands. How many times? Three. Three. Four anyway, now. From give us the uh yeah four now.
0: So let's start out with Gordy Dutt. I think somewhere around issue 20. Um, this is issue
1: 3399, I think was one of the earlier yeah, ones. That I so,
0: and then I think um,
2: it went to Larry Bur- Burbridge, um, who we don't even like to mention on this show. Um, Larry ran
0: it into the ground until Dan Jorgensen got it. Um, Dan actually uh, did a good job kind of resurrecting it from the dead larry had run it into the ground its reputation into the ground and um and dan took over and dan had it for i'm not sure how years he had it for a little while um and then um dan was going to try to go digital but i think honestly just ahead of his time i mean look where fm is now yeah. And Kit Builders lasted, I want to say 60 some issues, maybe, or 59 or something. And um, now I believe it's been bought by Norbert
2: of Resin Maniacs fame. And maybe we'll see some more Kit Builders coming out.
1: So there's Thad with his contest awards. Look this is that. the one he
2: won. Wait a minute. Am I in this one? Why aren't I in this one? Somebody likes you. I got a gold.
1: <laughs> you, you. I got a gold at that show. He's um,
2: like, I, did I got want a go gold ticket. I
1: totally forgot to look. Uh, this one I thought was pretty cool. And I wanted to just read a couple of these. And I know Scott loves it when I read. Um, Millennium 2000. This was predictions for the hobby 20 years ago. You, <laughs> the names in here of people and i I'm sure p am sure this episode might be boring everyone, but Larry Burbridge Bruce Bishop, al Ribeiro, hibbler Graf Hilber Graf Hilberg Graff, Hilberg Graff, Hilber Graf, fred DeRuvo, Johnny E. worthen, Mark Pascal Wayne the Dane, the uh Daryl Phillips, John Ilakovic, Brad Hoffman, Dave Metzner, uh Chris England. Gordy Dutt, or no, Chris, his just name is Chris. Gordy Dutt, Mike Fredericks. How many of those people are still around 20 years A lot 20? of them are still around, actually. Good. So, Johnny E. Worthen, I foresee a dark future for model building. Computer games offer immediate gratification and ever-shrinking attention span makes the commitment of kit building an unsatisfying proposition to the garage kit. Future kit builders, movies once a showcase for models are populated by computerized special effects inspiring few to replicate them. The few figures which do manage to capture imagination are so aggressively marketed and heavily manufactured that their saturation makes them trite. Kit building will continue with hardcore occult following fueled by the few who love the art and relish the work. But unless social values change, I can't imagine a return to popular model building again. And that was Johnny E. Worthen. And I think that's, that's pretty spot on. Like, It's still just kind of a cult little hobby we got going. Never went mainstream like some of it went to. But uh, these were kind of the resurrection issues when Dan Jorgensen took over and kind of brought it back from, like you said, what Burbridge did. And it's
2: what's a classy magazine. Dan Cope.
1: Joe Dunaway, like lots of really good painters are in here. Lots of really good modeling going on. And it was sad to see it go when it did. And more stuff from Joe Dunaway. But Kit Builders Magazine, always going to be there as part of the Pantheon of Magazine. Uh, I have this weird one. I don't know if you've ever... Do you remember this? No. This one is called HFX Magazine. And I only managed to find one issue of this ever. And it was bala sinwood pennsylvania
2: uh but i like i said
1: i only saw one of them and had like this goth thing and i think that's probably why i found it in the first place um there was some cool stuff in this but again never saw another issue an interview with dark horse Oops, interview with dark horse and some other stuff thing with brahm on the back Another uh magazine I think deserves to be in the pantheon of garage kit magazines is I keep <laughs> bumping in my camera that's what's wrong. Uh is G-Fan. And this is the oldest one I have. It's from uh December 1994, number 12. And it was 395. And this is printed on that same kind of real thin newsprint. Some color pictures, not many, mostly all black and white. Uh but there was saved a few color images for the back. So G Fan, they're still around, still do G Fest. All that stuff's great.
2: I think it's printed on a lot better paper now.
1: Yes. Uh,
2: this is an odd one. Uh,
1: Chiller Theaters Model Maniacs. One of the first ones I ever wrote for. And Me too. You did? What'd you write? Issue zero. Issue zero. Nice. So I have six, five, three, four, and two. I'm missing number one and and number zero and number zero. yep so model maniacs and this was done by who you want to give a brief
2: uh chiller chiller theater
0: uh
1: well i flip ed
0: balkley to- um and a lot of familiar
2: names in there that went on to afm not too long after they started there um and uh it actually wasn't bad i, I you know it was a little self-promoting but it yeah you know, it wasn't horrible. This uh,
1: issue is, uh, Sean Farrell, Don Ferrance, Ed White, Joe Brown, Matt Clemens, Thad Rhodes, Ed Boakley, Buckwheat, Tony Wootson, uh, Dave Mullen, John Parkinson, Dave Mullen, Dave
2: Mullen, oh, Mullen, okay. So, yeah. Ed White, by the way, I ran into, uh, at Wonderfest,
0: I think you met him too now. Yeah and uh man i haven't seen ed white in probably 15 years so um it's just cool to see ed
2: and catch up
1: i think the craziest thing was hey look i think this is the first uh, article i ever did it was this midnight encounter <laughs> um but it's amazing to have to paint things in black and white or, or do them in color and then have them put out in black and white it makes no sense The next magazine in the pantheon of model magazines is Modeler's Resource. Now, I used to get mine at Tower Records, I think, most of the time. Where did you get yours?
0: Subscribed initially. Um, Then the comic store started carrying it. So, Um, Modeler's Resource started out as almost a newsletter. And the first five issues I think
2: were like a newsletter that was folded in three and and then they went to a um I think through issue nine or ten maybe through issue twelve it was still a
0: really low budget you know bad paper um publication and then they started doing color on the newsprint which I again color on newsprint was just terrible and then, um,
1: but it was color
0: as it proceeded, though, they went to the better paper. And, um, I, I think you know, and it wasn't a bad looking mag. What I liked about Modelers Resource was it seemed like you could always learn something in there. And they didn't just do kits, it was kit related stuff, kind of yeah, like this they did some movies, and... done. but you know, they'd show books and tools of the trade and stuff like that. So it was. Um, I, I think what happened though is it suffered when they went monthly. Didn't they try to go monthly towards the end? Yeah, they did. And you know, so they went from quarterly to bi-monthly to monthly, and um, and then they uh, stopped publication. And um, Mr. Deruvo uh, got other interests. Let's leave it at that. And um, that's the last we saw of it.
1: There's Larry Brackney.
2: Oh my gosh. It didn't focus good, but maybe it'll focus better. I got it in there. We'll see. It. <laughs> Bunch of people here. You'll see them when you watch this guy.
1: So, yeah. Modeler's resource. was it? I really liked them too because they did more than just. Mm-hmm. You know, and they did a lot of.
2: And it was, you know, and again, he had kit builders and especially
0: before dan took over um but even before dan took over it was just still cool to have three magazines out there at the time yeah and i think liked it one too. time
2: ed's magazine was out there so you had four at one time yeah so
1: there was yeah it was a good time back then now there's one magazine sort of uh hobby well, Japan too, counts now. as well Kit builders might be coming back. Kit builders might be coming back. Is coming back, according to him. Uh, according to Norbert, and I hope it does. uh I want to just show real quick, garage kit that ate my wallet because this was the first thing I found, ever, and which kind of got me interested in all of this. Everyone's familiar with that, so I just kind of wanted to just throw it there. If you haven't, you have all, all three this, of those. I just have this one. I just oh, have okay. this one. You would think Terry would sign one for me, but. Uh the earliest issue of Amazing Figure Modeler I have is this which is issue Number two. two. Yeah. So I'm missing the first two. And my I'm not like you. Mine are beat to hell because I read them. I don't put them in the bag or the box. And they were I must have read this thing a hundred, hundred times.
2: And for those of you that
0: um the next issue, issue three was a really low distribution. And that is now available for download on AFM's uh, website for $10. Um, and,
1: and again, it was all black and white. Here, this article on Godzilla is showing you how to putty, which I didn't know at the time. Uh, still struggles. I still do, actually. And, I mean, there's some really cool stuff. Like, even back then, you could see it, it's, it's still it is what it is. They had color stuff. They had the glossy paper. It wasn't the real chintzy kind of anything, but again, some of it was in black and white, which was kind of tough and made it difficult to kind of piece together things. But I think these are the two that are most special to me. Um, issue 37 and issue 47. Uh, this was the first time I ever had an article, an amazing figure modeler. And that was, we'll make this all about me, <laughs> uh, which was the Barbarella
2: right there. Barbarella. What issue is it? Issue 37. Man, I was in issue 15. Of course you were. So
1: this was the first time I got on the cover. There you go. Uh, It's Pumpkinhead. And uh, David made this thing look amazing with the coloring. And and
0: a lot of people don't know, and I think I've since lost it. I tried to keep it for you, but you wouldn't take it. For years, when your subscription was up, they sent a card out, and that's the cover they used on the card to renew your subscription.
1: Yeah. So they were
0: getting a lot of mileage out of you. So
1: of course he gets a lot of mileage out of me all the time. Everybody
0: so, more mileage <laughs> on you than the fucking
2: so, v- Voyager's fucking
1: those are the, vehicle. Those are so. the ones I had in hand. I want to talk about two more. I see how I just threw those on the floor. <laughs> Oh, Scott's just crying. Um, the other one that where did it go? Chuck Komolka sent this in and it's Fantasy Figures magazine, which I am not familiar with, but it looks like something I really want to check out. So uh Fantasy Figures magazine cover has Mandalorian and the Hulk. Uh I have a feeling it's more of a miniature kind of thing, but mm-hmm. might not be. So I'll have to check into that more. And the other one that I found on Facebook that I've not actually purchased. And I want to start, I think subscribing and just get the downloads now is a uh, figure painter magazine, not to be confused with amazing figure modeler. This is figure painter magazine. And it's not a lot of modeling. It's mostly painting. I think there is some modeling in there for little tiny diorams and stuff, but the, and I hate to say it blows all of us out of the water at AFM, when it comes to paint jobs. Um, Please check them out on Facebook, Figure Painter Magazine. Um, Some of the stuff those miniature guys do is just...
0: So speaking of figure painting, and and while you're talking about this, this came to my mind. I remember I had the first few issues of this. And this was like early 80s. It's called Fantasy Modeling.
1: I remember that.
0: And this is the premier issue. And while we were talking people thank god for editing i actually went on did a google search just to find a picture of this um particular uh issue but um yeah it it was uh but it was a lot of dungeon and dragon stuff cuz i think that's when that stuff came out is in the early 80s right yeah you i had
1: that t-shirt i think <laughs> of that presetta thing
0: so um yeah, and there were really cool miniatures in there like Conan's and stuff and I was really big into that stuff. Do you still so have sort...
1: any of these in person anywhere?
0: No, no. No, I don't have that anymore. And one of them actually had an, uh, an article about Aurora and Dave Cockrum and stuff, um, nice. but I'm not sure which issue of that. But it was an early uh, figure model magazine. Maybe one of the first.
1: So everybody, if you have more ma- magazine pictures, send them in or something we missed comment below and let us know. And we'll, you know, add it into the corrections next time. Something we might've missed. So that's our little magazine thing. See how that goes. Okay. It's time for emails and corrections. Scott.
2: It's my favorite time.
1: All right. Emails and corrections. Scott, do we have any corrections this week, month, whatever? I don't (laughs) think we do. No, I don't think we messed up that bad last time. Um, I have some great emails though. So here we go. And I printed things out larger, easier for me to read. And don't make faces while I'm reading. I hate you. (laughs) Dear Model Club TV, I've always heard of this phenomenon, but I've never thought it would happen to me. It was the evening after Saturday's Wonderfest. I had been having a conversation with two friends from home as we discussed the kits we found that stood out and that there were many. We finished our discourse and I traversed the hallway to return to my room with the intent of going to see Grizzly. However, in front of the iron modeler competition was a small group of mildly appealing model builders deep in conversation. And Scott was there too. I had a brief, (laughs) I had briefly met the two intrepid hosts the previous evening and decided to step into the conversation. The fact that I knew no one personally be damned. I reintroduced myself to Jason and we became fast friends. I was both have many similar interests as well as sharing a career. There was another gentleman there who was a bus driver for his local school district. I wish I could remember his name. He was a great guy and had a good sense of humor. Scott was there too. As the conversation proceeded in a highly intellectual manner and Scott stopped paying attention, Jason asked me what time it was and he was going to join me for some grindhouse fun in the theater upstairs. I looked at my phone and there it was. The time reflected the model club TV mythology and numerology of lore. 9.42. It stared at me through the glow of my phone. I slowly raised my hand with my phone to Jason. His eyes widened in wonder and acceptance. 42. Jason's number. My first foray into the presence of greatness and Scott was there too. And there it was. 42. I looked in awe. As Han would say, it's true. All of it. The paint. The glue. The numbers. All of it. It was beyond belief. What are the chances that the sacred number of Model Club TV would appear to me that evening? It was a day I shall always remember, and Scott was there, too. P.S. Scott, I have made up with George. He has made it clear that I shall receive number one. I shall have it, and you shall rue the day, good sir. He is a gentleman of unwavering character and taste, but you were there, too. With all sincerity, Brian, the English teacher, Clark. Well, that's a good email. And we have some kits in the, in his, uh, build-ups and, and What was the, awesome is, you know,
0: Brian's really been trying to get my King Kong and I can see him waiting <laughs> on <down> the list.
1: <laughs> That's pretty good. You want to read Phil's
2: email? Sure. Sure. Go ahead. Um, Real quick, though, Brian
0: was a lot of fun. He, Brian's he, awesome. He just jumped in and he was just like one of us. So, uh, um, he is
1: one of us, and that's what's Another
0: great. English teacher that couldn't do math, too. I think, if I'm not mistaken, right? You know, yeah.
2: at least he could speak.
1: <laughs> I, it's a, it's an impediment. I can't help it.
2: He didn't do this. <laughs> one
1: day you're Personally, gonna get like Dell's palsy or something, and we're I'm gonna, gonna laugh start, my ass off.
0: We're gonna start, uh, by reading Phil's email in the style of Jason Walker. All right, go ahead. I know. Good them with the pop packages. You, my dad, okay.
1: and my brother are gonna rot in hell.
0: So here we are. 24. Hey guys, good things come in small packages, and episode number 24 is proof of that. Short but sweet. First, kudos to Scotty McCracken for going that extra mile. And despite being under the weather came through with his usual banter to make sure this episode measured up to the insanity expected in every episode of Model Club TV. Sorry, I had to scroll. I really wished I could have joined forces with everyone who attended Wonderfest 2021, but as you know, this summer, Diane and I sold our house, our place here in beautiful little Wilhelmina, Wilhelmina, Oregon, and are awaiting our new house in Independence, Oregon, to finish being built. God willing, next year I will be flying into Chicago and driving down to Wonderfest with
2: Scott, if we are still friends. With Scott. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. My latest two cents
0: concerning 3D printing. As long as the sculpt is fantastic and the print itself has little or no cleanup, I'm a fan. First 3D print I ever got, was a piece of excrement. <laughs> you don't know, look it up. I don't know what proof. the proper term is for the layers in a 3D print. Uh, I think it's yes. layers. <laughs> but the first one really showed them. And because it was so thin, I couldn't sand those layers down. I have since got a few really great printed figures. Yeah. Now, so I think the difference is his first one was probably a filament printer. Yeah, and that's what happened to me. Print, I, and, yep. you know. Now I'm familiar with the amount of time it takes to actually print a piece. But how much energy, electricity does it take to run a printer? Not a lot. I'm there assuming, you. you, yeah, I've got a hot tub and a pool. You really think the 3D printer matters? <laughs> okay.
1: It's one LCD screen and a, like a motor to run a thing. That's...
0: And, oh, and you know, he's, he's, and this is something we probably okay. should have put earlier on. I'm assuming you guys may have heard that Kathy Burns, loving wife of our friend Bob Burns, passed away back on May 12th. I just heard about it from Chris Wayless. Bob has been a long-standing icon at past Wonderfest, and we miss his smiling face there. Bob and Kathy were great friends with Paul Bladesel and his wife and worked along with them on many B-movie projects. Our thoughts and prayers go out to Bob, and may Kathy rest in peace. Photos I've sent along for the listeners gallery are a tribute to the friendship between the Bladesels and the Burns. One last note concerning future model club contests, since Wonderfest charges you so much for the room, why not just get a regular hotel room, maybe a suite, and you could have it for the whole day slash night. Just a thought. Thanks for another great episode, and here's wishing you an early happy one-year birthday, Model Club TV,
2: Phil.
1: Yeah, so, Phil, the model the model club contest, we t- that getting the suite has been since day one, that was the original plan was to probably get a suite and do it. And if we do decide to do it again, that may happen. We're still kicking the around the idea of doing the award officially. So it, it's kind of up in the air, but you're right. We missed, uh, Kathy Burns and man, I hope Bob's okay <laughs> because they were together all the time and yep. it's, you know, it's probably it's one of those relationships where I, I like when the one of the spouses dies, the other one's not far behind because they're with each other all the time. I just hope that's not the case. And it's,
2: you know. Another another name. Uh, Moving on. What do we got? You got this the email. Rest of in,
1: email. <laughs> this email is from Logan Taurus. I think Phil mentioned he wanted more B-movie monster kits instead of universal monster kits standard which i agree but i feel that the subject matter has been overdone too b movie monsters from the 50s and 60s been there done that for decades to a certain extent you have earthbound studios making headbusts of b movie monsters from that era sadly the 80s b movies have been ignored friday the 13th nightmare on elm street for example for kits i've seen over the plus 20 years there are a lot more 80s movies that could be kits just by the poster art the outing Even the 90s have some great B-movies, The Vagrant. I recommend, I recommended that one to Jason. We don't need them, Reptile, She-Creature, or anything Hammer. So maybe explore some lesser known B-movies might be better in the future. And as far as Scott offloading his casting duties, mm hmm. I never thought Scott would have a silver tongue. Maybe Scott could 3D print Big Galuna. I enjoyed the show. Now we could actually show real work bench footage of putting something together in real time. That would be fun. I like that idea. And I also agree. I think there's a ton of 80s B-movies that get completely ignored uh, down the line. Because they suck. That's not true. Dude, I just watched Humanoids from the Deep the other day. There needs to be Mm -hmm. kids from that. Like, that's great. Or Stuff from the Gate. There's only a couple from the Gate. Someone else, he just emailed me today. Gremlins gets ignored. That was Jamie telling me. There's not very many Gremlins kids. And there could be plenty. I, there's just, I don't know. There's a, I think there's a lot of room for that stuff in the eighties and 90s. that just because you don't like it doesn't mean, but here's the thing. I think a lot of that stuff could end up because I've been noticing that in 3d printing, there's a lot more stuff that is from when I was a kid and things that I like. Um, he also said, I forgot Pumpkinhead. How many kids were made of this four out of 30 years? How many pumpkin head kids do you think there actually is? There was a lot for a while. I can think of a bunch of busts there's probably i I wouldn't throw pumpkin in there as much pumpkinhead, but yeah it's there could be more. It's kind of a crime that more weren't made of this kid character Critters, gremlins, Critters, one of my favorite kits ever is jean louis Crignon uh Critter's kit, and that's the only one I've ever seen uh as for Scott, pumpkinhead movie would be a good movie he can start with out of universal monster sphere. Have you seen Pumpkinhead? have you seen (laughs) no so yeah you can start with that that's the emails that's the corrections thank god got anything else
0: Uh, no nothing else (laughs) no
1: right uh
0: i'm good thanks everyone that watches please hit the like button
1: yeah that helps a lot Um, please hit that like button.
0: help us and uh
1: And we're going to, it's been a year. We're going to keep doing this as long as it's fun. We're trying to keep that, you know, vibe going, trying to stay away from drama. And it's, there's been some stuff we could have talked about. We're kind of choosing to let that play out on its own, but you know, we're here to have fun and we're going to keep doing it as long as we can. Uh,
2: I think that's it. Scott. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been a year and, um, we're still here, still here.
1: To the chagrin of many, of but we're still here.
2: Yeah, but for the most part,
0: our, our response has been great. The response from Wonderfest, um people that we met, um, everybody. So yeah. um Thank you. Yeah, I, I appreciate all the kind words. It's embarrassing. You know, I played <laughs> off, I joke about it, but you know, it, it's it's appreciated. You know, yeah, we really have a lot is. of fun on the comments and what have you here. So um we're going to keep going. I think maybe, and, and this has been evident probably the last two, although this one went a little long. It's summertime. So there's not that much going on and it might be harder for us to get a guest yeah, or, you know, to get in here. So you, you might get some more shorter episodes or what have you, you know, but um,
1: we'll keep yeah, going. We'll keep going. We'll figure something out. If you would like the smile giveaway, please send an email to model club TV. At gmail.com. Put Sabertooth Tiger in the description. The sub- Why what you can't read
0: called? smile on if it comes across.
1: No. We can't.
0: <laughs> How does Jason Walker say smile on. <laughs> ah,
1: okay. So that's the one you have to email for. For the rest, you're gonna have to in comments put down uh which one you want. If all three, put all three. Specific one. We're gonna pull them out. It'll be fine. But you have the Taurus from Equinox. You have the Cyclops from Jamie Cy and you have the Invisible Man. man. Invisible Mike Man. Invisible Man from Tony Cipriano and Mike Reagan. So And I you. wanna
2: thank everyone in the last year that
0: has donated to us so that we could do this. Um give stuff away. Um sometimes yeah. the response is better than other times, you know. But, um, it's,
1: uh, I we've never had something not have people send something and like not want it. Right. So right. I, you know, I'm glad people like what we've been able to give away,
2: but, and yeah. And thanks to everyone that's donated something. Yes. Thank you. And thanks to everyone for all their support. All right. We'll see everybody. Take care.